When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast. The Avs lose to the Tampa Bay Lightning 6-3, what was really 4-3 with two empty netters. But still a loss that was pretty frustrating, I think, at times. Certainly as a viewer, sure it was frustrating as a player too. Let's hit the 60-second rundown before we dive into this one. First period, I actually felt was fairly even, even slow at times early on. But in the latter half, it opened up. The Avs are able to score first off of Bowen Byram, definitely not cheating at all. Uh, And then Karma strikes as the Avs give up two goals in a 70-second span towards the end of the period and end up losing the period. Uh, From there, the second period, the Avs are able to win the period at least. They do make it 2-2 once again, Bowen Byram coming through with a multi-goal night. But if you don't know, the Avs cannot win when Bowen Byram scores two goals. That's a a law of the universe. They're able to get a lead in the third period. A beautiful tip from Arturi Lekkinen gets them up 3-2. And then the Avs once again give up two goals. This time it's more like a four-minute span, so at least that's marginally better. But still, they end up blowing the lead in the third period and ultimately losing the game off we'll talk about it but largely their top pairing being a hot disaster the two empty netters make it 6-3 eric i want to start here because you were you were talking about this the most how much of this are you willing to chalk up to they've been on the road for 12 days they've been out east for six straight games and and you could see it at the end of the third period after they fell behind yeah there were not a lot of legs left there but how much grace are you giving them, or is it still no excuses that had to be better? Well, I mean, there's never an excuse, right, when you have the championship pedigree. But reality is, is they were on the road. Forget about this last road trip. They were on the road before, yep. right? They came home for one or whatever it was. One or two. Then it's that break. Then it's the All-Star game. And then it's the two-week road trip. So... What is it? AJ said it. 11 out of... 11 of 13 on the road. 11 of 13 on the road. So that's why I say I got to hate to even compare their road record this year, which is not good enough. But when you have stretches like this, they're tough. You know what I mean? And, and it's just like, I don't know. When playoff comes around, you never find an opponent. It's always an even match, you know, with your opponent, you know, where... These are tough games. Just look at the end of the game when they're pulling the goalie. They had nothing. They're dumping the puck in. They can't even retrieve the puck. They can't even get sustained pressure. They couldn't get anything. They had no legs. When you have no legs, when you're tired, those things happen. They ran out of gas at the end. I'm not saying it's an excuse. It's also a reality. And then um, when you're tired, your brain doesn't function as well. You know. So if you look at some of those goals, uh, you know, they're easy assignments that usually the Avs are on top of stuff, and they weren't tonight. So I, I, I'll attribute that to fatigue. I'll attribute that to uh, that long, crazy road trip. But we just talked about it. It's over now, right? So only rosy days ahead, and they're the best team in the National Hockey League at home. So you would think they're going to turn things around. <laughs> and they're going to have to continue being the best team at home Yeah. to make up for this road trip a little bit. You guys, how? Let me ask you this: more frustration or more disappointment that the Avs lost this game the way that they did? I think it's frustration. Okay. Um, you know, obviously, winning would not winning tonight would not have made this a successful road trip, but it would have been it would have made it a tolerable one, like passable, <laughs> sure. like meh. But. The way that they lose it, you get a third period lead and you give up the tying goal on a clean breakaway that you're not even close to. Yep. Twenty seconds later, yep. it wasn't. There's not a breakdown. There's n- there's nothing. I mean, it's it's inexcusable to me. Yep. Uh, and then and then the way that you play on ultimately what ended up being the game winning goal, it's it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. 
I just for me, I you know, I, I don't care how long they've been on the road. I don't care how many out of how many they've played on the road. Yeah, it's a gauntlet. That's a tough stretch. That's a really that was their hardest stretch of the season by far. 11 of 13 on the road is a really hard stretch, especially when damn near every one of those was against a, a team having a pretty good season. Yep. And one of the ones that was against a team that wasn't very good was Montreal. They friggin lost it. It's true. So, you know, I just I, I just don't tonight. I guess I just don't care. I don't want to hear it. I don't care. I, you know, the, the, you, they, they had, they put themselves in position. They had a third period lead for 20 whole seconds and then they, they throw it away. Brain your, fart. Your, brain your fart. best players. Those were brain farts. Your best players no are doubt. terrible at times in yep. this game. Yep. Your top defensive pairing is comically bad and just gets destroyed. And and plays a, a main character role in blowing this game. <laughs> exactly in losing this game, and you know you, you can't even look at Eustace Ananen and just say, "Oh, well, you need a save here, whatever." Like, what what do you what are you supposed to do in some of these situations? We talked yeah. in the pregame about oh, they need to tighten the screws, especially defensively. There's no screw and tightening it, tonight. It was the man. exact opposite <laughs> of that tonight. It's ridiculous. So, you know, you have a players-only meeting, and all right, you beat Washington. Great. That's awesome. You even blew a two-goal lead in that game. But, hey, you still won the game. You went out. And you did what you had to do. Wonderful. You you didn't build off of it in any way. It, it You had an opportunity to, to come out of this with a good result, winning two in a row, going back home against a floundering Arizona team where you had a chance to, to, to win your third in a row and get on an official winning, winning streak. streak. And feel like, hey, we're back into it now. We're moving in the right direction. That didn't happen. You completely fall apart in the third period, in 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 my opinion, in an inexcusable fashion. Yep. It was ridiculous. It's it's more frustrating than anything else. And uh, they finished that 11 of 13 stretch. Those 11 games, they go, I believe, 4, 6, and 1. Sounds right. That's not good enough. You're trying to you, – if you're going to be bad on the road – you need to host a playoff series. It's hard to host a playoff series if you're bad on the road. Yep. It just it creates the kind of pressure that now you have to win every single home game to make up for the fact that you can't win games on the road. I, I It's a lot of road games, and it's against a lot of really good teams. I don't care. I don't care. Your best players were awful, awful on this road trip, and they got, they got the result that they earned. The way I'm about to tee up what I'm going to say sounds like I'm going to be critical of the top line, and I am in ways, but I want to shout out the way that McKinnon battled through this game. Broke his nose. <laughs> make it very clear, and honestly, on the heels of having hurt his face just recently, yep. he's taken a beating on this For road sure. trip. And so it's not to highlight just that top line specifically, but there are realities going into this Tampa game about what the Avs lineup is. Yep. It's a lineup that has a rookie goaltender in net in Eustace Anunen against a good Tampa Bay team. They don't really have a third or fourth line at the moment. The most complete area of their lineup is their decor. And as we talked about in the pregame, it's an area of the lineup. They've invested a lot of money. There's a lot of talent and it just hasn't pulled through enough on this road trip and there's different culprits from different games it's not to single out just Makar and Taves tonight was a particularly off night for them it was but beyond those criticisms you know that top line does have to do the heavy lifting then when you don't have a third and a fourth line and you need your D to be more reliable especially in their own end and a little bit more aware because Tampa is an opportunistic team that's going to chase breakaways when they see the chance to spring up on one. And it doesn't insulate then Yusisaninen enough. You know, Tampa's a accurate shooting team, but not a high volume shooting team. And for them to win the shots battle in this game against the Avs, which typically are more volume shooters and lead the possession game, it wasn't, they didn't play to their strengths um, from the players that were capable of doing as much. They struggled with possession in the first period in particular, and Tampa wasn't necessarily playing well like in the first 10 minutes. I agree. They were missing a lot of open net chances. And then evaluating the stars in this game is where it gets a little bit difficult. They needed a little bit more, and you look at the power play specifically, yep. it's great that they score on one of those. That's wonderful. 
But those other ones look so dysfunctional. I was so quick to say the Avs power play is cured, but I think it is such a reflection of the current state of the team and the dysfunction among some of the top players when you look at what's happening on the power play. Allowing these shorthanded chances against, especially we were talking on the watch along about the second power play unit and the three defensemen, there's dysfunction. There's dysfunction now among Colorado's top players. It's not something they can't work through. But it is a problem at this point in the season that there is a lack of cohesion among players who are very familiar with each other. I, I get that 3D is a weird thing and you might end up in weird situations sometimes, but that power play looked completely lost. And there don't three dudes are losing a puck battle to one guy in their own zone. Like, I, I have no explanation for you there. It's just bad. <laughs> well... I mean, I agree with AJ. I agree. You know, it's it's not acceptable. It is what it is. It's 82 games. It is a grueling schedule. It is the NHL. It's tough. You got to battle through. But in reality, I mean, if you look now, looking back, I was trying to be positive before the game, and it's going to, you know, looking back, Kel McCarter, outstanding first shift. I was like, wow, you're going to be flying tonight. Reality is, is when you play 25 to 30 minutes a night, you go on a freaking stretch like this, and I agree with you, it's not good enough. It's I'm not I'm not making an excuse. But the reality is is they had nothing left in the tank and, and, and where my proof is in the pudding is when they pulled the goalie, they had nothing. You know what I mean? They, 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 this road trip, you know, they need to come home. They they need to get some home cooking, they need to to drive their cars and not get on the bus and when it, it gets old like you're with each other all the time yeah you love each other those they're, they're your teammates and you know but at some point it's kind of nice to get in your car play your own music and drive home and <laughs> go see your wife or your kids or, or your dog or whatever it is like it just gets to be a little bit uh repetitious a little bit if that's a word so they need to get home. Uh, they did have nothing at the end. There was nothing left in the tank. And we all know McKinnon's a superhuman guy. I mean, he goes on those torrid paces like he's done the last 30, 40 games. And, and he plays those ridiculous amounts of minutes. And But I'm going to be brutally honest. Like, I think this road trip got to got to those top guys you know what i mean there was there was not much and i'm talking about kale i'm talking about all of them and and i think that schedule had a lot to do with it it uh, two things here first i'm not going to tell you the abs top forwards played great tonight awesome. but at the end of the night every guy that can conceivably considered on the abs top line had a point McKinnon, Miko, Lecky, Druin all end up with points at the end of tonight's game. I know, but I, I'm going to stop you right there. Like, I'm not arguing you. I'm telling you that I'm, what, 100 pounds overweight. Like, if you put me out there for 30 minutes a night, like, I'll, I'm going to get a point. Someone's going to get a point. Like, it's just, it's just going to bound to happen. They're too good. You know what I mean? I, I, sure. Uh, well, yeah, you know what I mean. It's, there's a bunch of guys in that list who had no points in the last three games. So I guess they scored some the other night, yeah. but not the point. Uh, We're on the same page. The real point I want to make here is this might be the worst game I've ever seen the pairing of Makar and Taves play together. But genuinely. One of the worst games I've ever seen from that pairing. And, and maybe there's a little bit of recency bias in there, but those two particularly both just looked horrible tonight. And I, I said this on my watch along after last game. The way the Evs are built this year, they need their defense to be elite. Not very good, elite, to win hockey games. And you do that as a unit. All six of them have to pitch in, but it's near impossible to do that when Taves and Makar are letting you down in the ways they did tonight. Certainly when you're missing probably your best two-way forward in Val Nachushkin. Yep. Um, Logan O'Connor, And too. <laughs> your other best defensive forward in Logan O'Connor. Yep. Like it's just reality. Yeah, you need your defense to really do a lot, a lot better job of actually freaking defending. Yep. Where is he? Um, and tonight, your your main culprit is your top guys. Devon Taves was so bad tonight. He was awful. It it's hard to and, and, and uh, like always context understand. No one is saying that Kale McCarr and Devon Taves are going to continue playing this bad. They'll be fine. They'll play better next game. But 
games like this have to be few and far between for guys like Makar and Taves. And really, when you look at this whole road trip from those guys, they just haven't been good enough lately. I, I, I think that it's the best pairing in the NHL. Like, you know, but like, yeah, this road trip, they were below average as a pairing. Um, with that said, I'm going back to my excuses for them. You know what I mean? Like, the beautiful part of, of especially Makar is, again, I didn't hear his comments. He'll never point the finger at anyone. He's going to be the of guy course. that's going to say, it's on me. I got to be better. I've seen superstars uh, go through stretches like this. He's not different. When you're <laughs> when you're in it, you're in one. They're in one as a team right now. Let's all face it. You know what I mean? Like it, They're, they're going to get out of it, but they're in one. And sometimes you're trying your best and you got nothing. You know what I mean? And for me, Kel McCarr, nothing tonight. Just go look at a couple goals there. It's His brain's not there. His energy's not there. Um, needs to come home. You know what I mean? Needs to come home. And I'm not defending the guys because it's it's your job to be on top of your game every night. Uh, but when you go through stretches like this, sometimes you just, you, you're empty. You're empty. Yeah. You got nothing. You, you mean well. You want to do well. But the energy just isn't there. For me, it was a lack of energy tonight. And just by those last three minutes when the goalies pulled there, just showed it to me that freaking frack, they had nothing. Like, it's not even close. Um, I was talking with chat during the watch along. I want to get your guys' opinions on this, and I want to state a fact in this game. Chat brought up the conversation of when that D pair is struggling like this, do you consider breaking them up? Do you take uh, some time off from the McCarr-Taves pairing together tonight? Before we talk about that, to be clear, the third Tampa goal was scored with a pairing of Byram and Taves on Thank the ice. Thank you. The right. fourth Tampa goal was scored with a pair of Byram and McCarr on the ice. So they kind of did break them up, and it didn't go super well. Is it still an option going forward, or do you just stick eight and seven together and ride it out? Who wants it? I mean, when they're both playing like shit, there's no good answer. True. Because <laughs> now they're going to go play on a different pairing and play like and shit. And still be bad, yeah. Look at the Steven Stamkos breakaway goal, mm -hmm. you know? like mm -hmm. That's this guy. We'll talk about him. Yeah. He's, he's a complicated talk tonight, yeah. I think. Yeah, I. for me, I don't see how you can break him up. I think you have to say... Look, were they terrible tonight? Yes. Have they been below average on this road trip? Sure. But you've made your bed here. Your defense is going to thrive off of Kale McCarr and Bowen Byram. And they just have to play better. And I, I believe they will. I'm not concerned that this is par for the course for the best pairing in the league all of a sudden. But they do have to go out and do that, particularly on, uh, across this next stretch of games that the Abs have coming up, coming back home. It has to be better. But I'm not breaking them up. No. Okay. No, I think that would communicate the wrong message. Yeah. To a lack of faith in two leaders on the team. And Benner already is unafraid to make changes to pairings throughout the course of the game based on situations. I think he'll continue to do as much. But I think locking that in like from the drop of the puck, separating them would be a mistake. I think it would send the wrong message. I would agree. I you can't trust them who can you trust i think even just some of the line changes we've seen negative results when it's gotten a little too carried away and has deviated from things that have worked and so i i would view that in a similar light it is pretty disappointing in a game like this though that you get you get a lead you score a power play goal so mccarr goes and sits you throw Taves out there because he's he your safety net. Immediately, drops and then it, yeah. well, and then you and then you put the other guy in Byram out there who's having your best night on your defense. Yep, and immediately, a immediately, gets made. Yeah. they fall apart. Yep, and and like not like a oh, it's a bouncing puck and a guy got behind him, whatever. Like Steven Stamkos was like ten feet behind them, clear. long gone. Yeah, like it was unreal how bad that was between those two. And those are the guys that were like, that's your, that's your safety blanket of a defenseman. 
that is your the, the guy that is playing the best for you on on certainly over the last two games yeah, yeah. On, and, and in this game in particular so you can't even get through one shift with those two guys struggle it's oh, it's frustrating all all of it is frustrating because that's you know all the all the talk about oh, Ryan Johansson and the two C and what are they going to do about this and what are they going to do about that but. Bowen Byram and Devon Taves completely falling apart like that has nothing to do with the guys in front of them. Doesn't and really it, matter who's your two C. Exactly, at that point. <laughs> everything to do with those guys, and that is the that for me has been the real theme of this entire road trip. Is Nathan McKinnon wasn't good enough? Miko Ranton and sure as hell wasn't good enough. And Kyle McCarr and Devon Taves as a pairing, not good enough individually, not good enough. Yep, well, that's your top guys. Right. So if you evaluate the road trip, it's your goaltending was average. It wasn't spectacular. It's average. Your top guys were below average. Your special teams were mediocre. They were. Right? I mean, mediocre they were. feels kind. I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm trying to be nice, but it just wasn't good enough that road trip. And then by the end, it was draining. It was tiring. You're talking about that goal there. You go and get the lead, and then the shift after a goal. I always yell Tiff like the no-no. It's like, it is so crucial. So when you're out there, and the best player in the, in the NHL, I'm talking about the leading scorer in the NHL, Kucherov, Stamkos, a guy that scores 50 goals many times. I mean, within a few seconds, you're falling asleep. And, and that's why I'm, I'm using Bo for a second. Like, yeah, sure, he jumped on the play tonight. Miko gives him a nice pass. Awesome. You know, whatever. It was a goal. I, Vasilevsky, there's no way the puck goes in. Great, he gets the second goal. But the key play of the game, you want to be an elite player in this league, you got to evaluate your games on every shift. Not on, oh, I jumped up, I got the puck, I put the puck in the net. The play of the game tonight, you fell asleep. So that's tough for me to say. Oh, wow, he had an outstanding game. I'm just, I'm having a hard time with it. I mean, anyone can do that. I'm just saying. So, but the play of the game is when you fall asleep and let Kucherov slide that puck behind you to Stamco. So that's a tough one. It's a tough one for me. Yeah. I think there's a lot of tough stuff tonight. Uh, we are brought to you by Bet365, though. I see all y'all in chat saying the Avs are nothing. They're not going to make the playoffs, whatever. <laughs> put your money where your mouth is. First round exit, baby. Yeah, go put a bet on it. I'm here for it. Huh. I, I hope you win your bet. I mean, I don't if you're betting against the Avs. I hope you lose your bet. But. They're going to come out of the West, so it doesn't matter. Just remember that. They're I hit come one out of, of mine tonight. Even with the Avs playing frustrating and, and struggling, I did hit one bet at least. I got my Druin point on there, so count that for something. Yeah, ex-player curse. <laughs> it always finds a way in a little bit. Uh, whatever it is you're betting on, you can do it with Bet365 and sign up with code DNVR365. When you do sign up with that code, you bet $5 on any NHL game, and you can get yourself $150 in bonus bets just for putting the $5 in. So that's $150 that you don't even care if you lose. It wasn't money you had in the first place. If you think the abs suck, go bet on it. Jump in with Bet365. You can bet on all the other sports, of course, as well. Be sure to use that DNVR365 code when you download the app with that QR code on screen. Of course, you must be 21 or older, physically located in Colorado. Please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER today. And then when you make the right bets and you do win a little bit of money, make sure you take some of it, be smart with it, and get some of it into a College Invest account. Collegeinvest.org. Uh, fantastic place to make sure you're saving for whoever it is in your life that might have a future in college. Uh, and the best part is you get a bunch of tax benefits here in Colorado with a with a tax deduction. You can even use the savings for a trade school or an apprenticeship nationwide so you aren't limited by your past there. You can uh, do whatever path uh, that person might be taking with a College Invest account. You can open your account at collegeinvest.org today. The College Invest makes it easy for makes it easy with a flexible saving plan. Excuse me. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. Oh, my God. We're only in the second period. I know. I know. Going to get to the positives, but there's one other thing I wanted to touch on in a second. Across this road trip, certainly these last two games, we've seen a problem that has sprung up at times over the course of this season. Avs giving up multiple goals in short spans. 
Washington, it was what, a 44 second span that they give up two goals this first period. It's a 70 second span that the Avs give up two goals in the first period to Tampa. We've seen it in the past, obviously the Nashville game where they give up two goals in the last minute of the game to lose. First of all, is this a real problem or is this fabricated as something we're just pointing out when it happens? And secondly, if it is a problem, how do you fix it? I mean, if it's a problem, you, you're going to have ebbs and flows in the season. They're definitely in the freaking hole right now. You know what I mean? And and shit happens. Go back to the Nashville game, right? Which is easy to go back to. Remember, it's like all of a sudden they're in a tough spot with the Pittsburgh game. And then, you know, they give up two in the last minute to Nashville. And it comes and goes in, in, in spurts. I mean, I don't think it's... I don't think it's a problem. I think it comes with the way you're playing as a team right now. The way they're playing as a team, uh, it's just not good enough. I mean, go and, and go to your point there. Go to the game-winning goal, like which was right after. It was right? like you know? three or four minutes. Yeah, it was a little it's bit short, longer. I mean, but, but still, like, just go at the face-off, drop of the puck. All the assignments are wrong. <laughs> Ross, the boss is gone. Everybody's gone. Like, it's just it's a cluster f of shit. And then Kale doesn't recover, and he's the one that looks bad because he doesn't, you know, stop that pass across. And then Kucherov, leading scorer in the league, he just puts it top shelf, right? So for me, it's you got brain farts when you're tired, when you're when you're in one. Uh, I don't think it's a problem. Um, I think it's just a reality right now that when they're they're, they're just it was a tough road trip from stop to, fin- to, to start to finish from. Top players to bottom players. I mean, yeah, we can put the blame on, which I will, because I, I love being built uh, as a team with top-end guys, because that's how you win. I don't care what people say. That's how you win. Uh, you need top-end guys. Um, but also, let's not – let's look at the bottom-end guys. It hasn't been a very good road trip either, right? I mean, like you – I mean, tonight it's – Poor Zach Parisi. You know what I mean? I don't <laughs> think that's what he signed up for. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not laughing. I'm saying like the absolute oh, depth boy. ability to produce offense just it all, it nearly doesn't exist. I mean, Parise was the only one who had a real quality opportunity. In the and game again, game. I always say if you're not there, if you don't score, then create, do some shit, do some stuff. You know, it hasn't really been there in those losses. Can they do not giving up two goals in 70 seconds? Yeah. Is, is that an option? <laughs> exactly. I think the, the concern to your question more generally is playing games on a knife's edge like that, where it's not just been the goals given up in a short span, but also the inability to keep leads or to have a lead and having a lot of games, particularly on this road trip and the one just before it, where they're coming from behind. Yeah. And... It's not a testament to how this whole season has been for the Avs, just something that's been felt lately. And I think the way that they manage the game inside the game has been not setting themselves up for success in that way by letting the games be decided by such a thin margin. And that is today's NHL as well. But I think that's where the Avs, to hear Andrew Cogliano say we're about winning after the Toronto game, wherein they come back... Yeah. There has to be other ways that they're about winning that are a little more secure and dominant. And that's what I'd like to see them really focus on when they get back home in front of the home crowd where they've played well so far. Is I think they're a little far removed from that feeling from this road trip. I think their confidence has taken a little bit of a hit in addition to being tired. And that's what I'd like to see them get back to is dominating games. Would you go for so far as to say there were too many passengers on this road trip? Yes. Oh, they don't. Shit, they don't have a third and fourth line. Yep. They just and and obviously some of that is LOCs out, fouls out. Yes. Sure. But you got to make it work with what you have at a certain point. I yeah. think I like Parise. I just don't think I've seen Parise yet. Yeah, not having a third and fourth line like in February. It's like this is this should be a good problem. Yep. Your whole defense is healthy. Yep. Both of your goalies are healthy. You're. Most of your top six is healthy. You're missing one guy in yep. Val Natushkin. Really, so I'm not I just just I'm not here for it. Yeah. You know, like it, you're if if those are your problems, you didn't do a very good job of building your team out. Yeah, 
And yeah, Logan O'Connor, Val Nachushkin are very important parts of the top nine. Um, I think Zach Parise has been fine. I, I, think, I, I really I don't have many qualms with Zach Parise has not been put in very many good positions so exactly. far. Exactly. <laughs> so right. it's it's tough to judge him, but I like your your two of your the two of your offseason acquisitions. Frederick Olofsson can't be the guy that they're asking him to be right now because they're punishing Ryan Johansson for being a completely I can't even say dormant I I mean it's just done yep he looks he looks as washed as washed gets there's just nothing there yeah Yeah, there's nothing happened the the needle doesn't move not a fit so uh when you know it's it's pretty tough in the when the middle of your lineup is the weakest part of your forward core great you're you feel like you're strong at the wing especially when you're healthy you know, you're going to have Nikolai Kovalenko added to this roster in a month. That's great. Wonderful. The trade deadline will happen. You'll probably do a couple of things. That is all good and well. But you have games between yeah. now and then. That March 9th doesn't help you right now. Yeah. And and it's it's just you're even more reliant on your top guys to do top guy things. And it's not just in producing points, but it's also in not giving points up. Yep. You know, the... It was frustrating to watch tonight. It it was frustrating for me. It was just very frustrating. It's a continuation of a road trip. Had they been four and one coming into this game, I don't think I would care about this at all. They could get blown out ten to nothing and be exactly. like, "It's the end of a road trip." Whatever. Exactly. But- Eleven of thirteen. I don't care about this at all. Who cares? Whatever. Let's get out of. Let's get out of. They can go back to town. Go back to Denver and, and reset. But that's not the position they were in. Yep. Because they were so bad to start the road trip that it increases pressure for them to win in a situation where they are behind the eight ball a little bit, and they didn't. And I do have a problem with the giving up goals in quick succession. I think it speaks to a lack of focus uh, inside of games, that they drift through games a little bit, that they have very distinct patterns of of uh, they're good in this period and not in this period, but then in this period. And now, now all of a sudden it's cropped up. They've started to string together some third periods that haven't been as good. So now you're like, well, we always said, if you're going to be bad in a period, have it not be the third period. Well, now they're struggling in third periods. Yep. Is this a temporary thing? It needs to be. You can't, you can't be taken seriously. If you're going to struggle in third periods, this needs to just be a bad stretch of the season and not something that is becoming habit. And it's happened too much, too frequently, recently, to not feel to, to not feel the fear that it is de- de- developing into a habit. No, it's not a habit. It's it. I agree with you. It's when you're in one. I agree. You're 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 doing that. You're dormant. You're sleeping at times. Just look at that shift. I mean, it's an unacceptable shift. Yeah. But when you're rolling, those things don't happen. But when you are in one shit happens like getting a puck in the face and it does everything's happening you know what i mean so i i think they'll get out of it i I'm, i think they'll make moves to answer uh, i do think people will be back you know what i mean from o'connor to cross your finger on val and things like that right um plus I, i'll say it again i i said it three four games ago and i'll say it again tonight those things are good they're good that it's happening. They're good to go through them because it only helps you add the dance in the spring. Because if you don't have that and it creeps up on you, which it does, AJ, I'm going to use his line, it all comes for you except Vancouver. It all <laughs> comes for you. And last year the Bruins was in the playoffs. Because playoffs is part of the season. So it comes for you. I like that they're going through it. That's how you 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 talk, you manage. It's good for the coaches. It's good for the front. It's good for the fans. It's good for chat. It's good for anybody uh, when you're going through it. I don't <laughs> think <laughs> anyone likes that they're going through it. No, no. You will like it when they get that, through. That's it. what I'm saying. <laughs> Look, when you're in it, it sucks. It's the end of the world. But when you get out of it, you learn. You look back, and they got out of it earlier this year. It was a shorter span. The Pittsburgh span. Remember, like it was five three, and four, seven. Yeah. Yeah. This is a longer one. They'll get out of it. Again, it's not an excuse. The schedule has a lot to do with it. 
the key injuries right there a little bit, like when we're talking about the second and third lines. You know, like I, Val not there is. I mean, God, go back to when Val. I mean, Val is a key piece of this team. He is. He yeah. is a key piece. And then when you take Logan out, like the last two games, you can see how he's becoming a big, valuable piece of this team. Yeah. You know, uh, it's very important to notice and. And again, I'll say it again, and it's for something that we'll talk about a lot the next couple weeks. I'm not blaming the guy tonight. I like him a lot. They need help in the back, in the net. They need help in the net. They need help as a veteran backup goaltender. It's going to help Georgiev. It's going to help stabilize things. And right now, there's a short period of time left to go and do that. Fair enough. It, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that uh, certainly for this road trip, the depth is the bigger problem. Obviously, you need your stars to play better across this entire road trip. But looking at the Avs forward group of depth, Kiviranta, one point in the last month. Olafson, one point in the last month. Yeah, that's not Rijo, me. two points in the last month. And I get it. There's the all-star break, so that's more like a 10-game stretch instead of 15. Oh. But you cannot be an NHL forward on an eight-point pace. No. That's just not enough production. Full stop. You need more there. And they get ice. I don't want to hear they don't get ice. AJ knows that. I've been one guy that didn't get ice. You know that. You looked it up. They're getting ice. Eight minutes is ice. Yeah, that's because they don't trust any of them. No, no, so but they I mean, have eight. to. So like they have to split it all up between all those guys, and they're all playing eight to twelve minutes. Eight playing to twelve is plenty more. of ice to get. Yeah, bring in more I'm just than saying. Like, they don't trust any of them, so they're just like, we've got to try and get through some of this. I know. It's not like this. These guys have an advantage over these guys. They, they all to, suck right now. Has to go off your ass at one point. I mean, it does. <laughs> it does. Can't score if you pass. That's what they say. It just feels like a. it needs to be better a little bit of everywhere right now is the point that I want to make. I don't know that you can point to any section of the Avs road trip and say that this area was good enough. With that being said, though, we do have three stars of the game tonight, at least something positive to talk about. Uh, maybe. I suspect at least one of these guys is going to be a little bit complicated. I don't actually know what order we put them in. So, Tiff, who's star number three? Nathan McKinnon. Fair enough. I regret having him at three because <laughs> I totally ignored the fact that he broke his nose yeah, probably that, in this yeah, game. And still got two and points. And came back yeah. And, yeah, and was <laughs> pretty good, actually. So, sorry. I, I, I guess I'm the hater here. I didn't mean to. I should have put him higher. <laughs> yeah. Certainly. I needed three points with a broken nose or well, whatever's wrong with guess his face. Guess what? The Avs needed three points, too. So. Yeah. Fair enough. But no, I thought I thought he was actually pretty good for parts of this game and, and you know, the two assists. Cool, man. Certainly of the star guys, he's been the most consistent oh, yeah. one over this road trip. Even on the nights where maybe it's not great or he's not producing, you're still like, all right, he's in it. He's engaged. He's giving it a go compared to the Mikos, who at times have just been totally tuned out, and the Kales, who has just been struggling lately. I don't know. The yeah. effort was there. I loved the play on the power play goal, specifically from sure. the half wall to Druin yeah. back to himself. I yep. thought that was a really clever move that kind of made that play. And then obviously the feed to Lekkonen also makes that play. And I can't imagine what this game would have been like if he didn't come back because they were already not trusting the forward group as it was. Zach Prise played up on the second line at points. Like it was just a little bit weird. So I can't imagine how this game would have ended if he hadn't come back. Ross Colton 1C is a tough ask. <laughs> not that not that Colton was even bad tonight. But, yeah, Rantanen like, took some face-offs again. He's weirdly good at that by itself, but then the rest of his game is a little bit tougher yeah, at times. There are some struggles. Lately, not generally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was good. I mean, he, he, he is the best player. In the, I mean, he should win the heart. He was good. He wasn't he better than the guy the, he's going head-to-head against yeah, tonight. I was just going to say that. And then, again, that's part of the schedule. It's part of his schedule with the All-Star break, and it's part of all the freaking mileage you know he's had this year. And 
Um, you know, he's only human. And, and tonight, yeah, he made a couple good plays. But then there's, you know, again, I'm being critical of him right now. But as I should, he's the best player in the league. There's a couple goals against tonight that, woof, it's a tough one. You know what I mean? And yeah. that hasn't happened a lot this year because he's been on such a torrid pace. You know what I mean? Where tonight, yeah, awesome. You know, he breaks his... I mean, that's, you know, he, listen, he's a warrior. He comes back and... Yeah, I mean, he was one of the Avs' best players, you know. But to his standard, nope. Number two, second star of the game. Lekkonen, certainly the Avs' best player over the last two games of this road trip. Yeah. Six points in those two games, two tonight. Continues to be, uh, we talked about him the other day, the stabilizing presence right now in the Avs' top six, right? Yeah. I, of... Guys, tonight, I think you can nitpick a lot of people's games. I don't have hardly any problems with the way Lecky played tonight. So, big props for having the ceiling high on a team whose ceiling, or, or rather the floor high, on a team whose floor is a little all over the place right now for me. He's so versatile, too, but he missed 30 some games and. And the team, you know, went well without him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, then that somewhere you're like, wow, I got to repay this back. You know what I mean? Now, Val's not there. O'Connor's not there. I think he's held his end of the bargain to, you know, all right, I'm going to do my best here to, to fill in the hole. It just wasn't enough as a team. But as an individual, he was really good. So are you trying to say that Lecky is why they're losing? He came he came back, now they're losing games? I, no, so I'm trying to Leckie. say it's him. It's, it's, it's we him all know and it's Parisi, Parisi that's yeah. cursed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's him and Parisi. It's true. This is a typical AJ bottom human take, right? No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was actually complimenting him, saying, like, you know what? The guy's carried his, uh, his absence, and Sorry. now mm-hmm. he's, you know, carrying the absence of complimenting him no no i love lecky what are you talking about i've always <laughs> loved him try to go get him for years it worked out put it that way uh, and then number one star of the game is bowen byram of course it, i think the story here is a little complicated but before we get into that this is now two games where you've gotten the confident version of Bowen Byram. Yeah. The version of Bowen Byram that the Avs defense needs. Is it going to continue? No. Obviously not scoring two goals. I just mean confident Bo. Is confident Bo going to continue? No, because he won't get away with grabbing a guy's trousers <laughs> ever again. Literally just cheating his way to a goal. No, man. it was fun for a moment, but that is not sustainable. Crafty little slingshot, though. <laughs> and it is classic bow. Like, that is a sign to me that his confidence is back, that he would do such a pesky thing. But there has to be more dimensions to Bo than just a rascally little guy because he was a little bit passive on the breakaway later in the game. We've talked about that already a bit too, but there were very few people that could help in that situation between him and Taves and they were at center ice and they let that stretch pass slip through to Stamkos. They were the only guys who could have stopped it. I think they could have and should have and I would have liked to see them try a little more. Especially when you see him look back and he picks Stamkos up, and then he's still skating backwards, and it's like, dude, you need to flip the hips and go. So like, what are you doing? He springs the play because he blocks a shot. Or, no, his shot gets blocked. Yeah. Great. But you see then how this happened, exactly how it happened. I, it starts with you. I'm not excusing it from Bo, but part of what happened on this play, if you go back and look, is Byron does check Stamkos, and Miles Wood is exiting the zone to swing back around. And I think Byram thinks, oh, Wood is is covering back so I can activate. And obviously that isn't what happened. And ultimately he needs to be aware that he's the defenseman high in the zone there. But I'm just trying to break down what actually happened on the play. What happened is he, listen, he had a better game last game. I thought he was awesome last game tonight. You can't let goals fool you. (laughs) It's not always about goals, but I like that he's activating. He jumped up in the play. But that play, you want to win in the playoffs, you go back, you analyze the game. You can't have that play on that goal again. So that's it. I'm, I mean, I'm just, I like that he's got the swag back. You know, again, that's two games. you got to have swag for the next 30 and 40 and 50 games. I, but that play's tough, you know. 
Well, they, and you know what? You make one bad mistake. All right. You also gave the team two goals, but then you're out there for the game winning goal as well. And and I get Ross Colton is the guy flying the zone here, but you've ended up in a your structure is completely broken down because Byram has flown to the blue line covering that guy. It, it may be less his fault there, but you got to be able to make plays on both ends of the ice, as Megan had alluded to. The goals are great. Hopefully, he's confident, but they need it on both ends. But you want to be you, you want to win in the playoffs. You got to check. Yep. You got to defend. You got to check. And well, so we should tell Ross Colton to probably pick up Nikita Kucherov in the offensive zone. Hundred percent. Don't right? be don't be flying the yeah. zone, man. I'm not putting this on Bo. No, 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 no. I'm cool with the breakaway. Yeah. I'm just drawing my line here, and I'm saying no. No, I, I'm I blame everyone no. on that shift, buddy. It is an awful <laughs> shift. I said it five minutes ago. I said, yeah. drop of the puck, Ross the boss. Right? I told you that five minutes ago. Man on man, center on center. That's your guy. You don't fly the zone. He, so, I mean, it's everyone on that goal. Right. It's, it's he, Ross is the one that flies the awful. zone, but the structure there is broken. You I know, think everyone I but Kale McCarr is probably out of position, and Kale McCarr in position isn't strong enough to and make the play clean, that needs to be made. He can't yeah. clean the, the, the mess at the end. You know what I mean? But just it was just one. an awful play. It wasn't the right play. I think they were all caught a little off guard because Colton blocked the pass from the half wall, and where it ended up going was to where Lekkonen and Byram were, and Byram obviously pulled up kind of aggressively high on that play, but I don't think Lekkonen and Byram were expecting the puck to go there because Colton blocked the shot from the, or the pass from the half wall. Sure, but you got to put yourself in a situation where you can adjust, right? And not just get completely caught. And I caught. think that's what they were scrambling to do. Well, and the adjustment was bad. Yeah. I mean, if, if you assume in this league, especially in playoff, if you assume and you cheat, you get that. And that's and that's why Edmonton can't win in the playoffs the past years. That's why those teams. And the Avs figured that one out two years ago. And they were lights out a lot better tonight. Especially when you're tired. It's a long road trip. We said it before the game, tighten up the screws, just be simple, go out there. That is a perfect example of what not to do on that goal. Going to need those screws to be a little bit tighter. No, right there is like we're assuming we're going to go. In the wall at all, perhaps? (laughs) And again, we gave Byron first star. I'm not trying to knock him. I I gave him first star because, uh, you know, goals aren't everything, but they are the point of the whole thing. Yeah. And when he scores two of your three goals, I'm sorry, but that's 66% of your offense in a game. Yep. It's a no-brainer to give him the first star. No-brainer. It's also a guaranteed Avs loss when he scores two goals. So. Yeah, that, well, I think they're 0-3 now. Yeah. I'm when he has goal in, in two goal games yeah. from, from Byram. So. Crazy. <laughs> oh, sick. I never score two again, Bo. <laughs> or just get the third one and let's... <laughs> yeah, three counts is not yeah, two. For exactly. Sure. <laughs> and we can just move on from it. <laughs> Good Lord. I like his commitment to play on the second one. Same. To see that the puck is not securely stopped and wedge in from behind. It was opportunistic, and it was good that he was paying attention. That's all you're asking. I think a lot of times I think you're asking for a little more engagement out of some of the abs on this road trip that they didn't quite get. And and Byram had it on that play, certainly. Uh, If you want to... Get engaged to a bobblehead? I don't know. I just, it wasn't going to work. Gross. Uh, <laughs> Weird. What? <laughs> that went sideways in a hurry. Yeah, I don't know. I, I saw like a TikTok the other day of someone giving someone a bobblehead that like opened up and had a ring in it for oh, engagement. No. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Anyway, get your bobbleheads at foco.com today. Uh, you can go over there and get all of your sports merchandise that you might need, whether it be those bobbleheads. They've got licensed apparel. They've got things like pins. They've got hats. They've got Crocs. All sorts of cool stuff that you can get for whatever team you might follow. Obviously, the local teams here like the Avs, but anywhere in the U.S., they got all your teams. You can go to foco.com and use code DNVR10 to get 10% off your order to get awesome bobbleheads like we have on set back here and, and on the table there. Megan, uh, Megan fixed up the broken bobblehead. It didn't work out for tonight's game. We might have to break the heads off again. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and then also brought to you by the uh, folks over at 
Uh, Fubo TV. Jump on with Fubo TV. You like your local sports teams. That's what Fubo TV's got here in Colorado. They have the abs. Uh, they have the nuggets. They've got everything you need at FuboTV.com slash DNVR or the QR code on screen to get 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. They've got everything else you need, too. Over 140 live channels, news, sports, uh, shows, movies, you name it. They've got you covered. Even a thousand hours of DVR with Fubo Pro. You can try a free trial today for uh, seven days. You don't have to pay anything for that. And you can, of course, cancel it anytime. There's no contracts, anything like that. So jump on it. Give it a try with Fubo today at FuboTV.com slash DNVR. And then hit up American Financing as well. Right now, interest rates are finally starting to come down. They're back in the fives. You can use American Financing to save yourself potentially up to $854 a month. That's what their average customer saves, which when you add that up, that's $10,000 in a year that you could be saving with American Financing. Uh, basically, how they operate is they eliminate a bunch of high interest credit card debt, uh, which makes your payments a lot more reasonable, and you may even be eligible to delay your next two mortgage payments when it comes to American Financing. Uh, all of their salary-based mortgage consultants are in it for you. It is salary-based, so they're not out here trying to make a sale or anything like that. They just want to save you the most money possible, and they may be able to close your loan in as fast as 10 days. It takes just 10 minutes to get with American Financing, so give them a call to Day, let them know DNVR sent you over there at 303-695-7000 or go to AmericanFinancing.net slash DNVR. NMLS 182-334, NMLSConsumerAccess.org. Again, that's 303-695-7000. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. You have three stars every night. That's great. But ultimately, a, a team that didn't get the job done, and I think a team that didn't get the job done for Eustace Anandin tonight. He's your third-string goalie, fourth-string goalie, back, whatever you want to call him at this point. Really did not play that poorly tonight, including making multiple saves on odd man rushes that the Avs gave up. Yes, he still gives up four goals, but you look at the weirdest bounce the Avs will see this season on a puck that ends up in the back of his net. Two point-blank slide-across-the-crease passes to Nikita Kucherov that end up in the back of his net, and Steven Stamkos on a breakaway that end up in the back of his net. That's tough, man. Yeah, I know. That's tough. <laughs> that poor guy. Somebody give him a hug. Yeah. <laughs> Another four goals against Knight for him, and on this one, I, I don't know, man. You just needed better from the guys in front of him, right? Is let me ask you this way. Is there anything more that Ananin could have done tonight? You can always do better. I mean, right? I mean, I'm just saying, yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm not. I, you guys know I like the guy. I, I, I do believe he's going to be here the next freaking eight years, like, as either a number one or, or a backup. I like him. I mean, but you want to go on a run, you come in and, you know, like, I don't know. Like, you force them not to go get a goalie. You you have, you find a couple ways to get, make a couple more saves. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, do the Avs win? If he does that, maybe not. Like, you know, but I wouldn't say it was a spectacular effort by him, right? You know what I mean? We're on the same page. I, uh, yeah, I agree. I know I'm not you're, blaming him. I know I'm, your big pet peeve here was on the weird bounce goal. You wanted him to come out and play well, it, right? Yeah, I, I don't like that. It's right in front of him. You bat, you bat it. It's a bad bounce. He froze. He panicked. You can bat that one off. It's no man's land. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, but again, I'm not saying he was bad. I like him. He is a goalie. He is a lot better than Prosmatov. He he might be better than than freaking Georgiev one day. I'm I'm just saying. But right now, you want to force someone. You got to go out there and freaking go out there three games in a row, give up nothing. And then you force them not to go get a goalie like I've been saying. You know what I mean? So he was good, but he wasn't you know great. You know he was he was he was good. Didn't steal he was one, one of their best players. You know what I mean? I, I would I would say he was one of the abs as he should. Rested, you know, he hasn't been, you know, taxed on this road trip, and you know what I mean. So, I didn't. I thought he was one of the Avs' best players. He was. Megan, are you gonna stab your uh, your couch partner here, or is or is that an accurate description of Anandin's game tonight? It's very yeah. violent. She's she's got the goalie knife. Oh, well, I understand. <laughs> I no, I I think I agree with his assessment. I think it's actually very flattering towards Eustace Anandin in the night for sure. Had. 
And and I would agree. I don't think he was a problem. There's very like you would have to beg me gun to head to come up with something I think he could have realistically done differently. A different goaltender I think could have handled this a little differently, but not by much. I, I think that when you laid it out, Rudo, you laid it out perfectly how some of that was just a little hard to defend against. Maybe the first Kucherov goal. If the Hegel one timer wasn't a rebound, then Makar and Taves, you know, can't have trouble settling that in the first place. Yeah. And then it becomes a Kucherov one-timer, which is significantly harder to stop. But even then... You're digging real that's deep. That's a dangerous <laughs> chance. I'm digging real deep. I like Don Inn's game. And frankly, it's where I have the criticisms I did at the top of the show of the top players from tonight. There was an expectation going into tonight that they needed to be very good because Anunin's in that. And that's not yep. meant to be a demerit of Anunin. He's played so few NHL games, that's just the reality. And so that's where I feel like they f- fell below expectation because there was an understanding with Anunin and Net that they really needed to be good. And some of them were just okay and some of them weren't good enough. You got to show up for your backup. Put it that way. I... Uh, you know, I, it ultimately is what it is. I think there is no no way to not be frustrated with this road trip for Colorado. It, 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 you should be upset with it. I don't think that means that it's the end of the world. I don't think that it means that the season's over and the Avs should sell at the deadline, anything crazy. But they have to be better through the rest of this season. You have a 4-4-2 a four, four stretch in the early stretch of the year. And now whatever this stretch ends up at, you're currently sitting at one and four in this five-game stretch. Mm-hmm. So if you win out, you still play above 500 hockey. Go out and do that. Any final thoughts from you guys on tonight before we get to our, our last little segment? I agree 100% what you just said. But the toughest thing to do is to not panic now. <laughs> Because it's so hard to do, right? Because yeah. it's it's not good enough right now. So then it just makes you like, <gasps> you know what I mean? Breathe heavy. And But the toughest thing to do is to not panic. And those guys have been through it. The front office has been through it. The coach has been through it. The players have been through it. They'll be fine. Confidence? Absolutely. Are we happy with it? Do you think the Avs will be confident out of here? Or is this a tipping point? I don't know. Fair enough. Not going to argue with it. Uh, We are brought to you by the folks over at Red Hawk Roofing. Uh, Maybe they can build a wall in front of the net. I guess it would be a roof uh, on the net for the Avs to keep them from giving up four goals a game. That would be nice if they could do that a little bit less. Uh, Go check out Red Hawk Roofing. They'll give you a free inspection on your roof. You don't have to pay anything. They'll take pictures. They'll show you what's going on up there. And if there are problems, they can get it fixed right up for you even if you haven't gotten an inspection if you spring a leak or something like that they're available 24 7 you can get a hold of these guys and get them to come out and make sure your roof is all good they're colorado local too so always support the colorado gang and we're out here Uh, go to redhawkroofing.com today let them know dnvr sent you over there and get your roof all checked out we do have one super chat from Melanie that says that was brutal. Onward and upward is the only way to go. You know, it's, it's funny. I think something that often makes these losses more frustrating for Colorado as of late is that they have the ability to keep themselves in these games. You get a two goal game out of Bowen Byram. You have a lead in this game. And yes, they still find a way to lose it. From a mental standpoint, it would have almost been easier if the Avs just got blown out for nothing and you go, oh, they suck tonight. All right, moving on. But instead, you're saying, hey, if they were one play better, they probably win this game. That's all it takes is be about one play better. Yep. So, I prefer that because the you're, you're that close. I agree. To winning the game. I agree. Even if it is more frustrating at times. Yeah. So... Hopefully they can be one play better most of the time. <laughs> if I wanted to watch season. a team lose four nothing and kind of just shrug it off, I could go watch the Coyotes. <laughs> had to had to catch some strays tonight, huh? Had to fire them. I got to do it before they beat the Avs on Sunday. <laughs> you know it's coming. Yeah, <laughs> with more of those Don't whack bounces. Say that. Don't say. <laughs> we'll see. I part of me thinks the Coyotes might run into a freight train on Sunday. We'll see how it goes though. 
Uh, That'd be nice. <laughs> that's all I got. So I guess we're going to wrap things up for today. We will be back tomorrow for an off day show. So join us. Maybe we'll find a lighthearted topic to talk about that has nothing to do with this road trip or something uh, to lighten the mood a little bit. But we'll see what we talk about then. And of course, we'll be here Saturday for or no, the games on Sunday. I keep forgetting. I think it's Saturday. Sunday. We'll be off Saturday. We'll be here for the game Sunday. Um, uh, one last thing. We do have our final takeover of the season coming up in March, at the front end of March there. So join us. Come have a good time. Come watch the Avs take on Minnesota. Uh, it should be a fun one. There's a few tickets left on the party bus. You can come have a great time at the game with us. We hope to see you there, and we hope to see you at tomorrow's podcast. We'll talk to you later. We're all silly like the mayor. 